David Wygant, podcast time. We hear in the background the tapping. That is my PEMF machine. I'm laying on it. It inspires me. I wanted to share something because I've just spent six months since September really just spending a lot of time alone. John Keegan was at my house for a couple of weeks. My daughter came for Christmas. I go see her, but the rest of the time, I've been pretty much alone, diving into myself, being my own best friend, falling back in love with who I am. You need those periods. You need those periods where you're alone. You need that time to recharge, to become the next version of yourself, because Alone time is the time that you do that. There's no other voices. There's not a, a boyfriend, girlfriend, you know, mother, father, you know, sister, brother. There's nobody there who's going to critique you, um, want to engage in conversation with you, um, need attention from you, need fixing from you, whatever the dynamic might be. So I spent the last six months in Atlanta by myself. The first month I was up in Woodstock, which was a absolutely gorgeous place. But the guy who I rented from the Airbnb was a fucking creep. First off, I think he was gay, which doesn't mean anything, but he had that really what I call the, the gay man, half man, half woman thing. Looks like a man, walks like a man, talks like a man but is as catty as a woman. It's really what I would probably call Catman. You know, there was Catwoman and Batman. Well, Catman. Catman's the gay man. Because he's half cat. You know, you know cats. You, you know, you pet them, you pet them, you pet them, and then they bite you. You know, you go pick them up and they, they scratch you. Or, you know, they love you and then they don't love you two seconds later. So this guy was a Catman. And... He was just a, a fucking bitch, like a man bitch. And there was a weird first experience in Georgia. I couldn't wait to get out of there. His energy was depressing. I felt depressed. I also think I was detoxing too because it was the first time I was alone in three years. And I fucking needed it bad. Like, I just needed it. I had so much pent-up emotion. I actually cried for the first time in years. Years. I don't remember the last time I cried. But I finally did. And then when I was crying, I sounded like a seal that was getting shot. It was... <laughs> and it wouldn't all fully come out. It was a absolute pathetic sound. But it was so much emotion because I was just covering up so many things that I was feeling. I was covering up my life. And it wasn't working. So I spent the last six months alone. Really diving into myself. I'm writing a new book. And I'm excited about it. I didn't even think I was writing a new book. I was just journaling after I was trading. And it didn't dawn on me till last night that I'm actually writing 
a new book. I mean, my creative energy is flowing, but it's a lot of self-healing thing because I used to journal a lot. Um, well, if you think about it, I mean, my whole life was a journal. I mean, every blog post that I wrote, there's probably 10,000 blogs that I've written and articles that I've written that are all over the internet. And all of those, all of them, was really just part of my own journey. I mean, yeah, there was a lot of, you know, I had to talk about how men can meet women and three dangers of being in a relationship. And, man, I just made a lot of that stuff up. No, I'm just kidding. I knew what I was talking about, but we all make it up, right? I mean, I just kind of pulled it out of my ass and pulled it out of my head. You know, it felt right, so I went with it. And there were other times that I just wrote things from the heart. You know, because to me, that was never really from the heart. Three ways to get a man to notice you. Give me a fucking break. There's no depth to that. You want depth? You know how to get somebody to notice you? You notice yourself first. You embrace yourself. You look in the mirror and you fall in love with yourself. You look at your features, your face, your body. You stand there butt naked in front of yourself. And if you don't fucking turn yourself on so strong, that you have the urge to masturbate because you're so turned on by your beauty inside and out. And nobody else is going to fucking feel that way towards you. Nobody. So you got to really dig into yourself. And I couldn't write that because people wanted this instant gratification, this magic pill. That's our society. Can I pop a pill and get rich? Can I learn the stock market in three easy tips? Is there three patterns that are going to make me money consistently even though I've never traded a stock before? Sure. And I'm going to fucking be the Easter Bunny. And I'm going to go, and let me tell you something, okay? I'm going to go and I'm going to become a doctor in a major hospital. I'm going to be the chief cardiologist. And I'm going to operate on somebody just because I saw a video on YouTube. It's the unrealistic stuff that we are. We've been marketed to death about three easy tips, three easy ways that you're going to change your life. If you just read these three magical sentences, the leprechaun from Lucky Charm Cereal comes out and tells you it's magically delicious. Your life cannot fucking change at all in three easy steps. So I wrote that stuff. But a lot of the other stuff I wrote, and if you go back and you actually listen and watch some of my videos and listen to podcasts and go back to some of the blog posts that I wrote, you'll see my heart in there. It was therapeutic for me. I was given the permission by the universe to dump my life to the public. And even in my height, I always felt like I could be bigger. I should have been bigger. You know, I should have had, you know, here I'm going to shit all over myself. Should have had a TV show. You know, and I wasn't as appreciative. Probably because, well, you know, it's just type A personality. We always want more, 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 more. We always think we deserve more. But when I look back, upon those days and all that content I wrote, you can pretty much look at any single dating coach and they're, especially what I call the regurgitators, you know, the coaches out there that are just regurgitating other people's stuff. I mean, I could see it. I'll meet them and I know they're just regurgitating things that they've heard 
and that they think they believe in, and they maybe do believe in, but they're not really living it because they didn't really create it. They haven't experienced the journey. They wanted the journey of being the guru. The guru is somebody that is looked up upon. So the people sometimes who get to guru status, they're really good at marketing and they're great at formulating a message. If you read anybody's about me page, there's the pain point, there's the changing point, there's the life changing point, and they're who they are right now. There's a picture of them in happiness. There's a big check next to them, whatever the fuck they're hawking. Doesn't matter if you're hawking information, doesn't matter if you're hawking coaching, doesn't matter if you're hawking a magical pill, it doesn't matter, you're selling. And there's a lot of salespeople out there. A ton. A lot of bullshitters. I've been the real deal the whole time. I wrote all my stuff. I formulated my stuff. I came up with my isms. I did it because it was given to me. It was given to me. The universe gave me the opportunity to thrive in that field. So I took it and ran with it. And there's a lot of copies of me underneath. A lot of them. I could tell you right off the bat when I meet them if they're real and they live the life or if they just talk the life. Problem is a lot of you get suckered into the people who just talk the life because talkers are really amazing. They could sell anything. So I reflected all this today. as I was listening to music. Here's my day. And it was a magical day. And I want you to tell me, if you don't do the same boring things and look at it differently like I do. See, I could take my day, which was not really exciting, and I can turn it into a magical fucking day just by doing what I did today. So what did I do today? I woke up about 7.15. I laid in bed till about 9 o'clock because I really wanted to lay there because it was comfortable. I then got up and I meditated, two rounds of meditation and a round of Wim Hof breathing. I then took my C60 oil. I do take that stuff that I talked to scientist Ken about. And then what did I do next? I took my vitamins. Then I got on the internet and I balanced my bank statements, all of them, because I do that every single Saturday morning. Then I signed my futures trading contract for my retirement account. Well, I got to go actually to go to FedEx and do that. I mean, I'm just listing the things. And to me, it was a fucking great day. And then I had to get on the phone and I had a I price match Hilton because, you know, they give you a really big discount when you price match Hilton. You get 25% off. If you find it cheaper on Expedia, even if by 50 cents, they'll give you 25% off the rate. It's a great little hack that I found because I like finding my hacks. And I talked to the woman on the phone. And we talked about dead people and how they were rotting. Yeah, that was a real random conversation with a rep on the phone. I enjoyed it. It was fun. And then what happened? I went to the gym. I connected with somebody there. I was talking. I do the rope workout now, which is really intense and really amazing. I wore a mask in the gym only because I'm a little paranoid sometimes. And that mask was making my nose itch so bad. I can't stand face diapers. They drive me nuts. I always tell people that I lip shit all over myself in my face diaper. It always gets a chuckle. And then what did I do? And then I came home and I made lunch, eggs, you know, spinach, cheese, lots of turmeric. And I went to the place, my feast, I did my red light therapy and I froze. And then I did the uh, squishy squish on the legs, the Normatex. And then I went and got an hour and a half massage. And I went to Whole Foods and 
talked to this blonde woman there. She had great style, so I just wanted to really just talk to her and recommend this new potato that I found. I mean, nothing really fucking thrilling, right? Talked to the cash register person, came home, listened to music, made some great dinner, lamb stew, the butternut squash, that kombucha butternut squash with uh, lots of coconut oil and uh, rosemary. That was so amazing. I ate the whole fucking thing. And now I'm doing this. And I wrote. I mean, this is what my day was. And it was beautiful and it was magical. Because I grew a lot today. See, all this time alone and all this self-reflecting has allowed me to fall in love with myself again. It has allowed me to heal many different things on cellular levels to emotional levels. It's allowed me to step back into who I am. I got lost for a while. This alone time is fabulous. You should try it sometime. Oh, wait, you're doing it. But you think it's something that's not good. You see... I always say if I'm alone, I'll end up meeting somebody again. It always happens. So why not just enjoy the alone time? It's what all of us need to do. Look at the nature. Look how beautiful it is. It's spring here. It's gorgeous. The dogwoods are blooming. Those white flowers are gorgeous. The cherry blossoms are blooming. The buds are out. The red buds are out. The green buds are out. The days are getting warmer. The nights are getting shorter. It's absolutely beautiful. I go on my hike right now and you could just see the little buds coming out. The crocuses are coming out. It's like alive. George is waking up. It had a short winter. But it's waking up and it's saying, hey, I'm here, I'm beautiful, I'm, I'm blossoming. I'm giving you a chance to wake up with me, to lose the masks. Because here's what the masks have done to us as a society. It's made us more repressed than ever before. It's basically Planet of the Apes. That's seen in the original Planet of the Apes. Where they're treating the humans like animals. We're being muzzled. We're not being allowed to experience life the way we need to. <clears throat> Excuse me, the way we need to blossom, the way we need to grow, the way we need to expand, the way we need to move forward. Everybody's like so into like, hey, let's do a Zoom call. Yeah, let's do a Zoom call. Let's stare at a fucking screen longer. Oh, I hate it. So that was my day. And to me, that was a day of growth. That was a day of, of, of expansion. And I can't wait for tomorrow. How was your day? Because I'm going to go back right now and I'm going to go listen to music and I'm going to continue pulsing and healing and growing and spiritually connecting to my heart. It's good stuff. Thanks for listening. Spread the podcast around. I'm really bad at asking that stuff. Not the best at social media. Spread the love. Let's get some more listeners. All right. Later.